It's me, Scabbysaurus. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Today is Saturday. It's the weekend. No, it's not the weekend. We're done with the weekend. Oh, we're we done. We ended the weekend. We, we did. Yeah. No, I'm saying we oh. end, we end oh, the oh, week. Oh, oh, the week, yeah. W-E-A-K. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're still here at Norm's today filming. Yeah, we stayed here last night. Yeah, we spent the night here. Yeah. Had Eat. a lot of coffee and caffeine. A, we're, we're a little amped up. A lot of coffee, a lot of beer rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had a waffles. Yeah, a couple really waffles. Great. Yeah. Couple, yeah, yeah, couple yeah, scabasaurus waffles. Yeah, we... Uh, I had Chip look at this weird red sore I have on the top of my head. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. Yeah, but there was no yellow hair, so it is just a rash. Yeah, I, I declared you clean. Thank you. <laughs> you, you are clean. welcome. I was yelling at a, down the street here. But we are at Norm's again. This is February the 4th, and we are reading through the Bible. Two, we haven't said this in a while, two semi-ordinary pastors reading an extraordinary book to some amazing group of people. Yeah, that are working out at 3.30 in the morning. Yep. Or not. Or they're milking, I'm definitely milking not cows. They could be doing whatever. <laughs> That's true. You out there milking cows. Oh, man. Wow. Well, thank you, to all of our, yes. thank you to all of our farmers. Thank you, guys. Who are up early. Thank you for taking a break from Bot Radio to listen to Chip and Eric. Yeah. All the farmers I know are like, oh, oh. I listen to Bot all day. That is true. <laughs> I know, man. That is so true. Yeah. So thanks for taking a break yeah. from that this to listen to Chip and better than Bot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next shirt. That's better than Bot. <laughs> That's right. All right. Okay, Eric, we're reading Leviticus. We need to to read. So books. we are in Leviticus 15 and 16. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Any man who has a bodily discharge is ceremonially unclean. This defilement, this is so great to be reading this in public. Oh, I know. They're going to (laughs) kick us out of here pretty soon. They're they're calling the police right now. They were talking about rashes yesterday. (laughs) Another discharge. (laughs) Yuck. Uh, Any man. I'm glad you're reading this. I'm going to read it again. Any man who has bodily discharge. I'll give you a megaphone. This is, Chip, listen, this is your life first. Okay. Any man who has a bodily discharge is ceremonially unclean. This defilement is caused by his discharge, whether the discharge (laughs) continues or stops. Eric, this is going to be a tough one. This is... (laughs) Two years in a row. This is going to be a tough one. Two years in a row. Well, it's on you, man. I know. I got if you want to hand it off, you no, can. No, 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 no. I gotta just center myself and say, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Stop thinking about discharge. <laughs> Any bed. <sighs> oh. In either case, the man is unclean. Yes. Any bed on which the man with the discharge lies, and anything on which he sits, will be ceremonially unclean. Why here? Why norms today? So, so if you touch the man's bed, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you'll remain unclean until evening. If you sit where the man with the discharge is sat, uh, you must wash. You must wash your clothes. Yeah, and bathe yourself in water, Thanks. and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch the man with the discharge, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If the man spits on you. You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you'll remain unclean until evening. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. Any saddle blanket on which the man rides will be ceremonially unclean. If you touch anything that was under the band, you'll be unclean until evening. You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you'll remain unclean until evening. If the man touches you without first rinsing his hands, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you'll remain unclean until evening. Any clay pot the man touches must be broken and any wood utensil he touches must be rinsed with water. 
When the man with the discharge is healed, he must count off seven days for the period of purification. Then he must wash his clothes and bathe himself in fresh water, and he'll be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, he must get two turtle doves oh. or two young pigeons and come before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle and give his offerings to the priest. The priest will offer one bird for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the man before the Lord for his discharge. Whenever a man has an emission of semen, he must bathe his entire body in water. Live at Norms. <laughs> he said that so loud. <laughs> okay, and he will remain ceremonially unclean until the next evening. <laughs> next time we need to read the text before we go on location. All right. Oh, we're live at the elementary school. <laughs> Any clothing or leather was... <laughs> Any clothing or leather was <laughs> Why? Why'd you do a chip? Doing what? I was there, I was on a roll. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> this is what we need Allison to come read. <laughs> yeah, that'd make it better. <laughs> okay. Alright. Pull it together. I'm desperately trying. Oh. It's just so awkward here because there's people I don't know. All right. Any clothing or leather with semen on it must be washed in water and it will remain unclean until evening. After a man and woman have had sexual intercourse, they must bathe in water and they will remain unclean until the next evening. <laughs> Chip, it's all you, man. Man, enough. I powered through the uh, first pa page of this. Well, whenever a woman has her menstrual period, she'll be ceremonially unclean for seven days. Anyone who touches her during the time will become clean <laughs> until evening. Anything on which the woman lies or sits during the time of her period will be unclean. If any of you touch her bed, you will wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch any object that is sat on, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. This concludes, or this includes her bed or any other object she sat on. You'll be unclean until evening if you touch it. If a man has sexual intercourse with her and her blood touches him, her menstrual impurity will be transmitted to him. He will remain unclean for seven days, and any bed on which he lies will be unclean. If a woman has a flow of blood for many days that is unrelated to her menstrual period or any blood continues beyond the normal <coughs> period, she is ceremonially unclean. And during her menstrual period, the woman will be unclean as long as her discharge continues. Any bed she lies on or any object she sits on during that time will be unclean. Just as during her normal menstrual period, if any of you touch these things, you will be ceremonially unclean. You must wash your clothes, bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. When the woman's bleeding stops, she must count off seven days. Then she'll be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, she must bring two turtle doves, two young pigeons, and present them to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one for sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify her before the Lord for the ceremony and purity caused by her bleeding. This is how you'll guard the people of Israel from ceremony and cleanliness. Uh, otherwise, they would die, for their impurity would defile the tabernacle that stands among them. These are the instructions for dealing with anyone who has a bodily discharge, a man who is unclean because of the emission of semen, or a woman during her menstrual period 
It applies to any man or woman who has bodily discharge and to a man who has sexual intercourse with a woman who is ceremonially unclean. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of Aaron's two sons, who died after they entered the Lord's presence and burned the wrong kind of fire before him. The Lord said to Moses, Warn your brother Aaron not to enter the most holy place behind the inner curtain whenever he chooses. If he does, he will die. For the ark's cover, the place of atonement, is there, and I myself am present in the cloud above the atonement cover. When Aaron enters the sanctuary area, he must follow these instructions fully. He must bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He must put on his linen tunic and the linen undergarments worn next to his body. He must tie the linen sash around his waist and put the linen turban on his head. These are sacred garments, so he must bathe himself in water before he puts them on. Aaron must take from the community of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. Then he must take the two male goats and present them to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. He is to cast sacred lots to determine which goat will be reserved as an offering to the Lord and which will carry the sins of the people to the wilderness of Azazel. Aaron will then present as a sin offering the goat chosen by lot for the Lord. The other goat, the scapegoat, chosen by lot, will be sent away, will be kept alive standing before the Lord. When it is sent away to Azazel in the wilderness, the people will be purified and made right with the Lord. Aaron will pre present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. After he has slaughtered the bull as a sin offering, he will fill an incense burner with burning coals from the altar that stands before the Lord. Then he will take two handfuls of fragrant powder, powdered incense, <clears throat> and will carry the burner and the incense behind the inner curtain. There in the Lord's presence, he will put incense on the burning coals so that a cloud of incense will rise over the Ark's cover, the place of atonement that rests on the Ark of the Covenant. If he follows these instructions, he will not die. Then he must take some of the blood of the bull, dip his finger in it, and sprinkle it on the east side of the atonement cover. He must sprinkle blood seven times with his finger in front of the atonement cover. Then Aaron must slaughter the first goat as a sin offering for the people and carry its blood behind the inner curtain. There he will sprinkle the goat's blood over the atonement cover and in front of it, just as he did with the bull's blood. Through this process, he will purify the most holy place, and he will do the same for the entire tabernacle because of the defiling sin and rebellion of the Israelites. No one else is allowed inside the tabernacle when Aaron enters it for the purification ceremony in the most holy place. No one may enter until he comes out again after purifying himself, his family, and all the congregation of Israel, making them right with the Lord. Then Aaron will come out to purify the altar that stands before the Lord. He will do this by taking some of the blood from the bull and the goat and putting it on each of the horns of the altar. Then he must sprinkle the blood with his finger seven, time, seven times over the altar. In this way, he will cleanse it from Israel's defilement and make it holy. When Aaron has finished purifying the most holy place and the tabernacle and the altar, he must present the live goat. He will lay both of his hands on the goat's head and confess over it all the wickedness, rebellion, and sin of the people of Israel. In this way, he will transfer people's sins to the head of the goat. Then a man specially chosen for the task will drive the goat into the wilderness. As the goat goes into the wilderness, it will carry all the people's sins upon itself into a desolate land. When Aaron goes back into the tabernacle, he must take off the linen garments he was wearing when he entered the most holy place, and he must leave the garments there. Then he must bathe himself with water in a sacred place, put on his regular garments, and go out to sacrifice a burnt offering for himself and a burnt offering for the people. Through this process, he will purify himself and the people, making them right with the Lord. He must then burn all the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man chosen to drive the scapegoat into the wilderness of Aziel must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Then he may return to the camp. The bull and the goat presented as sin offerings, whose blood Aaron took in the most holy place for the purification ceremony, will be carried outside the camp. The animal's hides, internal organs, and dung are all to be burned. 
The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water before returning to the camp. On the tenth day of the appointed month in the early autumn, you must deny yourselves, and neither native-born Israelites nor foreigners living among you may do any kind of work. This is a permanent law for you. On that day, offerings of purification will be made for you, and you will be purified in the Lord's presence from all your sins. It will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you, and you must deny yourselves. This is a permanent law for you. In future generations, the purification ceremony will be performed by the priest who has been anointed and ordained to serve as a high priest in place of his ancestor Aaron. He will put on the holy linen garments and purify the most holy place, the tabernacle, the altar, the priest, and the entire congregation. This is a permanent law for you to purify the people of Israel from their sins, making them right with the Lord once each year. Moses followed all these instructions exactly as the Lord commanded him. Wow, that was the longest reading ever. <laughs> yeah, it certainly felt like it. Yes. Well, I'm glad that we couldn't get through a whole wow. year without giggling like schoolgirls and oh, stuff that's man, right I, here in the Old Testament. My eyes are all... So, to be clear, you know what? I'm not going to make any excuses. Nope. It's very awkward to read that in a public place. And I had... We don't read ahead. No. I don't know if our new listeners know that. We do not read ahead. We don't read ahead. So, we just read on the day. We're going to have to start reading ahead. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're learning the wrong lesson. This is hilarious. No, but... Uh, so... You know, Chip was here doing doing sermon prep at Norm's, and I decided maybe we'll just do it here. So I offered, yeah. and here we are. Thanks, Eric. Great idea. Today. Yeah, it was a really good idea. Great idea today. No regrets. Oh man. So obviously, uh, some things are going to be seem a little childish to some people, but that's okay. Don't judge us. We take this very seriously, and sometimes things are just awkward and silly. You can't really help it. But that said, what is this passage telling us about God? What is this passage telling us about us? And how should we live? Boy, it really is kind of like a very different two passages, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah, because I was like, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. Yeah. So we just pick, we pick one. So I think I don't think we can ignore the scapegoat. No. So I think, you know, God, God has, God wants and has provided for our sins to be taken away. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what he values, you know, because he is holy. Why? Because he's holy. And then that previous section, when we got in all the, you know, stuff, I circled so many times the word touch. Mm. You know, you know, what we touched, what they touched would, could defile them. Yeah. You know, and made them unholy and, and unclean and ceremonially unclean and couldn't be in the Lord's presence. And so through that, God has provided, you know, uh, a way for our sins to be taken away. Why? Because he values that. Why? Because he's holy. Yeah. And that's who he is. That's what he does. That's what it tells us about God. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, some of those things, we don't necessarily see them as things that should make us unholy before God, but it's not about our standard. Yeah. Right? Um, I think one thing that tells us about us is that without the processes that God has put in place, we can never approach him. Think about it. So Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, the priest yeah. of Israel, the guy, yeah. his job is to go to God on behalf of the people of Israel. Yeah. Couldn't just go in whenever he wanted. No. Right? No. Because the process was in place that he needed to follow. Now, the beautiful thing mm -hmm. is that, you know, when we were dead in our sins, as the as the book of Ephesians tells us, when we were um, children of wrath, we couldn't just approach God. You know, we couldn't just approach God, but now we know that we boldly enter the throne room of God, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I just think that that's really kind of interesting that God has created throughout history, God has created processes that have allowed us to have access to him. 
Yeah. You know, and here in this passage, we see that it's a very narrow process. But now in the New Testament era, because of the blood of Jesus, that so, has been flung wide so, open. That new covenant. You know, Amazing. the new covenant is flung so, wide open, the doors to the sacred place. In fact, God. instead of us having to approach God, God lives within us. Hmm. You know, that's true. so like our access to God is like completely unfettered and it's remarkable. Yeah. Unprecedented, you might say. Oh, right. It's a big word in our church. say that. Yeah. So, okay. What are we going to do with this? <laughs> well. Say yours again. About God? Yeah. Just so I can. Like, yeah. 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 He, he wants, he wants <laughs> sin out of here. Yeah. You know, and he's made it possible. Yeah. He doesn't want to be with sin, and he, he's made possible for sin to get to get out. And we sin, you know, in different ways, and talk about the whole touching thing. Yeah. Um, but he has made that possible. So I think, you know, one thing that comes to my mind is, you know, is let's, let's take advantage of that. You know, number one, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior, that's the most important thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, what are you God, waiting for? He's yeah. made the provision. Yeah. You know, sin doesn't have to you know sting you or have a hold on you yeah you know um if if you're if you haven't dealt with your sin by accepting jesus as your savior you know the wages of sin is death Mm -hmm. you know separation from god for all eternity but he's made the pathway he has built the bridge through his son jesus that our sins can be forgiven and we can be clean he sent them away forever yeah so that we if we believe in jesus accept jesus we are in Christ and forgiven and with him for all of eternity. And so that's the, the big thing. Take advantage of that. And um, then his mercies are new every day. Every day. You know, and, and so daily we have this ability to crucify ourselves and to, you know, enter his presence every single day. Many of you, if you've been doing this Bible reading for a while, this is part of your daily entrance into God's presence. Yeah. And this was not available to the average Israelite, the way that it is to you. The Spirit of God did not indwell these people the way that he indwells you. The Spirit of God wasn't convicting them and leading them and purifying them constantly the way that he does for you. So I think that we have to look at that and really accept that God has flung wide our access to him, mm-hmm. and that comes with a great sense of responsibility, I think. It's a lot easier to get to God now than it was then. Um, but it comes with a higher responsibility. You know, if the Holy Spirit of God is living within you, what are you doing with that? You know, and what does your life look like because of that fact? And so I would say, man, you, you should, every day you should be doing what you can to be conformed to the image of Christ, like Romans eight twenty nine tells us, you know, that we've been chosen, and so we should be conformed to the image of Christ. And uh, that looks like reading your Bible, praying, connecting with people, uh, discipling people, you know, pouring into other people's lives and, and getting rid of laying your sins every day, laying your sins on Christ and letting the scapegoat take them. Like yeah. you just said, Jim, he yeah. wants to cleanse us. He wants to be rid of that. Not just the one time when we accept him as our savior, but every time, every time. you know, we talked about this cleansing yesterday, you know, cleansing us from unrighteousness. I think a lot of that adding to your little list there is, is just being, being um, mindful of God, the Holy spirit speaking to you. And showing you the sins in your life. Yeah. And especially as you read the word, you know, uh, just be very sensitive to that so you can confess those sins and get right with him and, yeah. and be aware of them. So that's 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 a big deal. He'll, he'll tell you. Absolutely. You just got to listen and do something Absolutely. with you. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hopefully that's the only time that happens this year. Yeah, but yeah, who I knows? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? It just won't, yeah. Hey, that was good.
We won't be live at Norm's again until we're in Joshua. <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. Hey, we're blessed to be uh, yeah. together in this with we're you. We're so blessed. Thank you for being part of our growth. And Thank we're happy for, to be part of yours. Thanks for being patient with us. Yeah. <laughs> for giving us. Are you kidding me? Like, this is going to have more <laughs> listens than any other. Probably. Yeah, that's how it We're that's going it viral. Goes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, Gross. Eric. All we right. got to go. You got to go. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Bye-bye.